Hi, I'm Jason. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope. Just wanted to discuss this article from the Daily Mail. Health Minister warns Sydney siders wacko views could halt reopening. Just continue running through this article. Anti-vax and anti-mask mask COVIDians could derail Sydney's bid to reopen from lockdown on Friday. New South Wales Health Minister Brad Hazard has warned. The state has seen a surge of people refusing to wear masks under the current public health orders, and politicians are worried it could dent the lockdown timeline. Social media has seen a wave of people being arrested for not wearing masks, and now Mr Hazard has, has branded conspiracy theorist activists wackos and begged the public to ignore them. We are deep in a war with this virus, he said on Saturday. When you're in a war, you don't win it with wacko views. And we can't win this war unless the community are all with us. Absolutely. Unfortunately, we're seeing that some people think it's okay not to wear masks. We will only win this war against the virus if people wear masks and follow all the instructions that will keep us safe. So, Mr. Hazard has uh, his point of view on wearing masks, obviously, in line with the government. So... I would put it to Mr. Hazard that there's more to this than just conspiracy theorists. Okay, and for one, when you start referring to people as wackos, people generally don't appreciate it. Um, but this isn't really about conspiracy theorists. I don't, I don't feel it is. It's more about the constantly changing messaging from the government, from the, uh, from the so-called experts. Uh, and it's also from people just being tired of of lockdowns, constantly changing rules, not really knowing where they stand. Um, people being under 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 financial stress, uh, being locked up in their homes, not wanting just to be held back from what they want to do. This isn't people listening to conspiracy theorists. And blaming things on conspiracy theories. And what is the conspiracy theories that are out there? The, cons- the government constantly changes their take on the whole situation. They're changing the rules constantly. People are getting tired of the changing rules. And governments within Australia, they're, they're not all on the same page. They all have different messaging. They all blame each other. It seems like local and state governments have their own agenda depending on their political affiliation they all say that they're listening to health guidelines but they all change depending on what party they belong to and what agenda they're pushing now when it i just read this article from the financial review and this is regarding the victorian housing lockdown in 2020 The headline is Victorian housing lockdown illegal, ombudsman. So it goes on to say the Andrews government, this is the Victorian Andrews government, decision to place nine public housing towers towers, into immediate lockdown at the beginning of Victoria's deadly second virus wave was not based on public health advice and was likely, I love this, in quotes, contrary to the law, Victorian Ombudsman Deborah Glass has found. But the government, the Victorian government, (laughs) the Victorian government has rejected the suggestions of illegality 
saying it will make no apology for saving people's lives and the lockdown measures. Uh, Can you imagine that? I mean, I I love the way it says, contrary to the law. Could you imagine getting in trouble with police? He comes in and says, you're stealing that property from the shop. That is contrary to the law. And then the person taking that property says, I reject. I reject your suggestion of acting contrary to the law. And I make no apology. No, I make no apology for it. That's just stupidity. My point is, governments in Australia seem to do whatever they want. They're continually changing the rules, changing the guidelines. None of them can agree. People are getting tired of it. This isn't conspiracy theories. This is people getting tired of, of feeling like they're kept in the dark, feeling like governments have their own agendas going. People standing up and saying that they are the experts and they're not experts. That, that, that very title should be, should be outlawed. That should be illegal. Can't call anyone an expert anymore. No. When it comes to COVID, no one's an expert. People, it's, it's, this isn't the fault of the conspiracy theorists. And calling people wackos is not helping your cause, Mr. Hazard. When the government as a whole, federal, state, local, when none of them can agree, when they all go on depending on what party they belong to, when they when a community is constantly living under threat of lockdown, constantly faced with the, the worry of, of not being able to make money, um, having their businesses shut down, of being restricted in their lifestyles, that is the reason why people are refusing to wear masks. Now, I will state, if I go out of the house and that's the rules, I'll wear the mask. It doesn't bother me. Um, I'm, I have always been someone who washes his hands and is very... Uh, very conscientious of, of washing my hands and, and being and personal hygiene. I think those things are very, very important. They always have been. Uh, but when you've got governments trying to force these things on people, and we're getting into two years now, um, people are just getting sick of it. People are getting tired of it. People are refusing. When you have the state government of Victoria that says no. We disagree. So what if you? So what if it was illegal? What we did. We'll just do whatever we want. People are having the same attitude. They're saying no. You say it's illegal, but we disagree. So, Mr. Hazard, I think you should reconsider who you're blaming. Okay, and maybe look more closely at the people you're working with. This isn't wackos. This isn't conspiracy theorists. These are people who are getting tired of lockdowns, being forced to do things they don't want to do. And I do believe, and I don't condone this at all, but I do believe we're going to see more of this happening throughout the nation because people are getting more and more tired of being forced to do it, They're being forced into lockdowns that they don't want to be in, being forced to wear masks when they don't feel the need for it. I don't, I don't agree with this attitude. I just, I believe this is what's going to happen more and more. We're starting to see more of these kind of protests happening throughout the rest of the world, and it will happen here in Australia. This is what happens when the government cannot get their messaging together, 
when they cannot seem to agree on how we're going to have things like the vaccine rollout um, properly, and uh, when the government cannot seem to work in work together for a common solution, the people start to stand up and revolt. And secondly, I would say it's it's the problem of the media. They they want to revolt. They want to rise up and say, "Well, no, I'm not going to live like this. I'm not going to live with this constant threat of lockdown, um, being told what to do. I'm not going to live with this this spirit of fear that the media wants to push over us all the time." That is my opinion. Thanks for listening. And I'm going to be back um, in a second with another article. We're going to be discussing a a Victorian pastor that was um, arrested in early of uh, June 2021. Be back in a second. You're listening to The Slippery Slope. still Jason you're listening to the slippery slope so as stated before the next thing I wanted to talk about was something that happened at the very end of May going into June 2021 and that was regarding a pastor in Victoria uh, who was actually arrested for inciting now or incitement pastor Furlong I believe his name's Paul Furlong was arrested um, I'll just read parts of this article which is actually from the cairnsnews.org it's saying that in Melbourne Australia police acting for the global COVID dictators arrested Paul Furlong that's their writing not mine Uh, the pastor of a small church for holding an outdoor service and locked him up in a remand centre for a week they took away his bible forcing him to sign papers to get it back Uh, Pastor Furlong was released from custody on the following Tuesday, I believe it was, but banned from social media as a condition. Um, Police also tried to stop him from contacting Monica Schmidt of Reignite Democracy, who told Ellen Jones on Sky News that Senior Sergeant Luke Holmes of Victoria Police commented, Mr Furlong holds his beliefs very strongly. And this is a concern for us. Um, this is in Australia. I just want to read something else too that's also happened that maybe you don't know of. It's happened in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. A Baptist pastor, Tim Stevens, was also one of several Canadian pastors arrested recently. Um, like Pastor Furlong, Pastor Stevens was charged with offences relating to disobeying the orders of a chief health officer and holding church services. Um, I know, I know that there are other pastors in Canada that have been arrested uh, for holding church services contrary to these health orders. You know, there's. Um, I've read several articles about this arrest for Pastor Furlong. And just all the, the the situation surrounding this arrest. There's a couple of things that I find slightly disturbing about the whole situation. Now, and he's charged with incitement, um, which you know, incitement, <laughs> incitement generally 
my understanding of it was usually something that was for people who um, inciting violence uh, what would you say yeah you know they, they want to they want to they want people to gather and virtually they'd be causing a riot so this is incitement for people to gather a bit of context for people to gather and hold a church service there'd be no violence it would literally be some songs sung gathering together in a group singing and listening to someone preach from the bible that's what it would be that's the incitement um the just one of the disturbing the disturbing things is that this charge had him held in a remand center for a week and is this the slippery slope where australia is going that we are now starting to arrest pastors who want to gather together with their congregation with their with the flock with the people who want to go to church these are not people committing crimes um you know these aren't people inciting violence these aren't people who are stealing robbing killing these are people who are trying to worship the god of the bible and follow their faith follow their beliefs I think it's very unfair that a church isn't classified as an essential organisation. When you have places like bottle shops, obviously uh, sex shops that are allowed to stay open because for some reason they are essential, essential businesses, and yet a, a church isn't. And you got to remember, a church is more, it's not just about the Sunday service. People need their pastors and whether it's not even just for just for a christian church um even other religions people still need their whether it's the pastor the imam the rabbi whatever it is people need those religious leaders um it just helps them to cope with stressful situations if if people are following a certain faith they need to be able to talk to people and and saying that you can just do things online do things over the phone it doesn't it's not the same it's definitely not the same now i really only know about the christian faith and i do agree with what pastor paul was saying from the bible that realistically you cannot shut up church for whatever reason you should be taking precautions you should be being safe but you cannot you cannot close churches down and I, I do agree with him and the Bible seems to be pretty um, firm on that but my main concern here at the moment is where are we going with with Australia and with our political views with our religious views what are we standing up for we have a pastor who is just trying to get together with his church and he's arrested and held in remand and yet we have violent criminals who I've seen they can be released the next day. The very next day. They can commit a violent crime and release the next day. And yet a pastor who all he wants to do is gather together with his flock 
and he's held in remand. Um, and then he's given <laughs> he's given conditions like being banned from social media. I mean, overstepping the mark, overstepping your boundaries. Where is Australia going where we put up with these things? Where we say, no, no, a pastor and people who are going to church, who are not behaving violently, who are just wanting to practice their faith peacefully in a time where people need to be interacting with other people, with with people of the same faith, with people who want to be able to talk and, and go th- through things um, about their faith, and yet we're stopping that. These are the things that people need to do to be able to cope with the stressful environment that we're currently living in. We, You see on the news all the time that stress is a big factor in our lives now and that people mentally are not coping with today's lifestyle and with the constant lockdowns, with the changes in society, with living with the the, the threat of having your finances cut continually, um, the threat of being shut down in your own home. People are not coping. People need churches. People need their pastors. People are looking for answers. And whether the government wants to admit it or not, the government does not give you the answer. The, do- the government does not give you answers at all. The verse that um, Pastor Paul cited was in Hebrews. I would, uh, I would say you should look it up for yourself. I do agree that is exactly what it means. We cannot be shutting down churches. That's just my opinion. Thanks for listening to The Slippery Slope.